All right, today's daf is daf Nun Zion, and we pick up in the middle of daf Nun Zion. Amar Aleph, we got up to the words Tona, Kishahu Mazeh. Okay, so we're about, let me count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten lines from the top of Nun Zion. Amar Aleph, we got ten lines down, and we pick up with the new Gemara. Yesterday we learned that the same way there was sprinkling in the Kaidesh HaKadoshim, one upward, seven downwards, with both the bull blood and the goat blood, so too the Kohen Gadol did the same thing to the Heichel, to the Kaidesh. After he sprinkled the Kaidesh HaKadoshim, he went to the Heichel and he sprinkled the blood, the bull blood once upward, seven downward, the goat blood once upwards, and seven times downward. Okay? We are... Beginning of today's daf is going to discuss exactly where and how that sprinkling was done. And pretty much the remainder of the daf is going to focus on uh, general, uh, whether it's, uh, we'll, we'll see. But just to be a little vague, the rest of the daf is going to discuss what happens when there's a mistake in the blood. If the bull blood and goat blood gets mistaken, if it gets mixed together, when did it get mistaken? Okay, that's going to be a, a uh, pretty much the process of the, the discussion of the remainder of the daf after the initial discussion of the Heichel. So here we go. All right. When you sprinkle, you did not sprinkle on the koitin itself. Yeah, you didn't sprinkle on the paraychas. You sprinkled it on the floor near the prayers, all right? Meaning, the same way in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, you sprinkled it towards the Arayin and the covering of the Arayin, so too in the Hechel. They didn't actually spritch the curtains with blood. They spritched it in front of the curtains, all right? Amra Belazer Brabyaisi. This Listen to this fascinating, fascinating Gemara. This Gemara is going to bring us to a story in Meseches Me'ila. All right, here we go. Amar says, I was in Rome and I saw the Parachas. Yeah, and there were, I saw the curtain that they took from the Beis HaMikdash, the Romans took, and guess what? There was blood on it. And this was the blood of the bull and the goat of the Kaingadol on Yom Kippur. Says the Gemara, how do you know? There's other bloods that are brought in the Bet HaMikdash, in the Beis HaMikdash. How do you know that it's the blood of the bull and the goat? The Doma, perhaps. Maybe this is the blood of the Parhelam Dabar Shel Tzibor or the Seire Avaida Zara, okay, which were also brought inside the, inside the Heichel. And the blood was sprinkled um, towards the curtains. How do you know that the blood of Yom Kippur is mom is sprinkled on top of the, uh, sprinkled on the curtains and not in front of? And for the Gemara, the Gemara answers, the Chaza Davidi Kesidjan. He's a detective. Yeah, he's a detective. You know how I know? Because what we say about the bull blood and the goat blood, they sprinkled the Kematzlif, right? It was sprinkled like whipping, where it went in order from top to bottom. So since they had an order of the blood, that was a hint 
that this blood that was sprinkled in it was the bull blood and the goat blood. So you see the blood and the heichal is mama sprinkled onto the curtains. How do you know that? Says Because I saw it with my own eyes. I saw. Okay. Now, listen to this. The Gemara now is going to tell the story, but in the opposite. So I guess it all depends how you tell the story. <coughs> listen to this. They say the same story, not about the goat and bullion kipper, but they say just the opposite. That he said this about the par alam dover, that uh, that uh, the brayzer says kishul maza when you sprinkle the blood of the par alam dover the the blood shouldn't touch the paraychas mamish, right? It should land in front of it, like we said, like we said by yom kippur. However, if it hits the paraychas, it hits the paraychas. That's the brayzer. Comes along Rabbi Lazar Rabbi according to this brayzer, and says one second I was in Rome. I was in Rome. And I saw that the curtain was covered in the blood of the Pram Dabar and the and the Syria Vaidazara. Now in the previous Bryce it says I was in Rome and I saw the curtains had the blood of Yom Kippur. According to this version, it was Nishtaza. Okay? Says the Gemara. Um the, the, the opposite question now. How does he know that it was the blood of the problem? Maybe it's the par and sire of Yom Kippur itself. Okay? Says the Gemara, no. The Chazino Davidush like a Sidron. Because he saw it was not done from top to bottom. He saw it was done randomly. Okay? He saw it was done randomly. So if it would have been done from top to bottom, then it would be the Yom Kippur sprinkling. Here there was done randomly. It must be it was not the Yom Kippur sprinkling. Period. End of that Gemara. For that, end of that Gemara. Okay? Pause. Now just to give a little background. There's a Gemara Me'ila that tells us that there were decrees against the Jewish people. Reb Shimon Bar Yechai and Reb Elazar Reb Yaisi, who was just talking in the Brisa, they went to speak to Caesar or whoever it was that... Um, to, to ask on behalf of the Jewish people. Basically, on the way in, the Gemara tells us there's a miracle that happened. They met a shade. That shade ended up becoming like a dibuk or taking over the neshama of Caesar's daughter. These two chachamim came in and healed her. They healed her. So Caesar said to them that in payment for taking care of my daughter, you could go into the uh, into the the Roman treasury, the vaults, and take whatever you want. So they went in, and instead of taking any sort of money or gold, they went into this vault, and they found every decree against the Jewish people and tore them up. Every decree that the Romans had against the Jewish people, they went and they just tore up the decrees. Instead of looking for money, they looked for the papers. <laughs> they looked for the documentation, and they uh, they tore it up. It was during that, uh, it was during that little bit of time that they were allowed into the vault. That Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yaisi says, "I saw the parichas there. I saw the parichas of the Beis Hamikdash. This is after the Chorban, yeah, and that's what he's referring to when he says, "I saw the blood." And there's two versions. Either he saw the blood in order from top to bottom, so that that was his hint 
that it was the blood of the bull and the sawyer, or he saw it out of order, so he said, that's how I know that the other sprinklings are done on the curtain, and uh, as opposed to the, the uh, sawyer and the pot. Okay? Period. Very interesting, Gemara. That ends that topic. Period. We're done. Okay. Brand new Gemara. Now, let's introduce it. Short introduction. We said this at the beginning of today's daf. Until now, what did we say? What's the process? The Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur would take the blood of the bull. Walk into Kedesh HaKadoshim. Up once, seven down. Walk back out. Machlikas, whether he had two stands or one stand, but whatever he did, he picked up now the goat blood, walked into Kedesh HaKadoshim, one up, seven down. Right? Achas, achas, achas. Okay? Davind. And then he turned towards the Heichal, the Kaidesh. And he then did, he picked up the bull blood again and sprinkled once up and seven down. And then did the goat blood once up and seven down. Okay? What the next, what pretty much the remainder of this daf is going to discuss is not this particular case necessarily, but what happens when there ends up being confusion amongst the bloods? All right, if everything goes smoothly, okay, so you got your bull blood, your goat blood, your bull blood, your goat. But what happens if, if things, what happens if one spills into the other? What happens if he just doesn't have good eyesight and he can't figure out which one's which? Um, what if he sprinkles the wrong one? Okay, very interesting uh, scenarios. And that's gonna be, uh, that's gonna be a big focus of, uh, of what we go through from here on forth. All right, here we go. Zog to Gemara Shaila. This arvulai domin bedomin. If the blood of the par, of the bull, gets mixed up with the blood of the goat, what is the halacha? What are you supposed to do? Amara, state rub. Here's what Rav says. Here's what you do. You ready? You sprinkle one time up, Seven times down. And that's okay. You know why? Listen here. Ready? According to Rava, whenever you have liquids that get mixed up, you view the liquid like you always have both. So listen to this. It's fascinating. Rava's being makel. He says, if your bull and goat blood get mixed up, instead of sprinkling... Bull, bu- bull blood once, bull blood seven, goat blood once, goat blood seven. You just do one time up and seven times down and you're done. You know why? Because that one time up that you did certainly had goat and bull blood together. So you sprinkle both, Gvaldic. Kill two birds with one stone. And then when you sprinkle the seven downward, you're good. You got your goat blood and bull blood mixed together. All right? That is Rub. Says Rabbi Yirmiya, nothing doing. Absolutely not. I'm real coming to Rabbi Yirmiya. They told Rabbi Yirmiya, whoa, whoa, whoa. Says Rabbi Yirmiya, Bavloi Tepshoi, which is common expression amongst, amongst the Rabbonim of that come from Eretz said, come on. That had to be a rabbi from Babel. But listen, it's not his fault. He's living in a dark country. In a dark country, so he has dark thoughts. Yeah, doesn't have clarity. There's no way that one sprinkling up and seven sprinklings down 
is, is counts for both. Why? Says Rabbi very simply. You know what the problem is, says Rabbi You know why Rabbi has to be wrong? Because what's the process? One bull, take the bull blood, do one time up, seven times down. Take the goat blood, follow closely. Ready? This is not complicated. We've got a health cup. Take the goat blood, one time up, seven times down. If you count your one time up for bull and goat, you're going to end up sprinkling the goat blood before you finished the seven of the bull, and that's out of order. That doesn't work. Says Rebiramia, therefore, it doesn't work. Why? Because it says in the Torah, the kila mechaper asakoidesh. You finish being mechaper asakoidesh, kali damapar, kali damasar. You have to completely finish your blood sprinkling of the bull before you start your sprinkling of the goat. And therefore, there's no way your one time upwards on the bull can also count for the goat. Okay. Says Rebbe from Babel. That's why he had this darkened shot. He's wrong. So listen to what Rebbe says. And we're going to jump. We're going to jump at Rebbe Okay, we're going to say Rebbe What do you say, Abraham Costello? Same as you. Right, who's on first? Same as you. So here we go. Elam Rebbe Rather, Rebbe says, Here, I'll tell you what to do. Here's what you do. Have in zinin, have in mind, one, even though it's mixed, but have in mind that one, my one time upwards, I'm ignoring the sa'ir blood. Any bull blood that's here counts. And then seven times down is only for the bull. And then do the same thing. Sprinkle again once upwards and say, now I only care about the goat blood. Okay? So he says, you, you have to do it twice, but you just may, you, you, you stipulate. Okay? Fine. Now, says the Gemara, Nisarvulai domim vidomim bimatonais Well, before we get to the new question, why are we going to ask same as you? Yeah, why are we going to ask same as you? Before we get to the next question. Because you're still sprinkling the goat blood with the bull blood. So he's trying to go to town over here. What, what's your Birmia helping? The bottom line is, if you sprinkled your goat blood, you sprinkled the goat blood. Ultimately, they come out that um, if you do something chutz lezmanoi, if you do a mitzvah chutz lezmanoi, it's like you did nothing. Listen to this; it's fascinating. I'm gonna get this is a, the, I'm gonna give a shtickle ian shit over here. Yeah, I, I shouldn't call it ian shit. Still bekiyas. But it's, uh, we'll get into it a little bit. If you shake a lulub today, did you get a mitzvah? No. Because it's chutz lezmana. It's not the zman for lulub. According to Rabbi Yirmiya, he says like this. The sa'ir goat blood is only call, even called the mitzvah of sprinkling once the whole par process is completed. It's whole zman. The zman of the sa'ir doesn't even start until the bull blood's finished. So when I sprinkle my up, one up and seven down of the mixture, says Rabirmia, I'm only sprinkling bull blood. I, why is it, it, am I not doing the mitzvah of the gold blood? He says no, because it's like shaking a lulav in the middle of, uh, in the middle of uh, June. Right? 
you shake it a little of in sivan, okay? Uh, you, you sprinkle the goat blood upward, that's not even called a zrika. So, we just, so that's why we could just ignore it. All right, that's how he's helping. Because we're basically saying, once you finish the bull blood, then you're just ignoring it. So, so, so now it's no longer ignored. The sire blood enters the parsha, and you can do it. Okay, fine. Next shot. The Savaloy Okay, what happens if the bull blood and the goat blood gets mixed after you sprinkle it once upwards, but before you sprinkle the bull blood downwards? Now it gets mixed up. Okay? So Savar of Papa made the Rabbah Lameimar. But Papa thought to say in front of Rabbah, nice and shavalamata. So now what you do is like this. You already sprinkled your one upwards for the par. So sprinkle seven downwards for the par. And keep in mind the goat. Now obviously Rabbi Yermia ain't going to go for this. Right? And then all you got to do is one upwards for the sar. Why aren't you doing seven down? Because I already did my seven down for the sire. Basically, Rav Papa's thought to say, you can sprinkle your goat blood out of order. So, so follow along. Ask me, stop me if you're not happy. I sprinkled my bull blood, my plain bull blood once, upwards. Then the bull and goat blood gets mixed up. What do I do now? Says Rav Papa, just do seven times downward, and that counts both for the bull and the goat. Because Lamaisa, I'm sprinkling both. And then do once upwards, Lashem Sa'ir, and you're totally done. That's it. Because I, why am I not sprinkling seven times again for the Sa'ir? It's not necessary. I already sprinkled the Sa'ir blood with the bull blood. Okay? Rabbi says, Listen, Rapup, you're calling big problems. Until now, Rabbi Yermia told me I'm foolish. <laughs> yeah. For my previous shot, you're making even a bigger problem. Now, they're going to be very upset at us, Rabbanim Abobo, because Yeah? According to what you're saying, the Kayin Gogol is going to be sprinkling the seven times down of the goat before the one times upwards of the goat. And the Torah says, first do upwards and then downwards. So Rabbi says to Papa, your approach of what you do once the blood gets mixed ain't gonna work. So rather, what do we do? Let's turn to Nun Zion Amud Beis. Rather, Rava says, you know what you do in such a case? When you sprinkle the bull blood upwards and then you got mixed? No same shavalamata l'shem par. You take this mixture, you do it seven downwards l'shem par, which was what Rabbi Yirmi allowed. Just have in mind, it's for the par. And then you have in mind, once I'm done with the part, now my upwards and downwards are both going to be L'Shem Sar, period, end of that discussion. So, so far, let's keep in mind uh, uh, what we have so far in this sugya. Let's keep in mind, remind ourselves. First, we had a Shaila. What do you do if the, if the blood gets mixed up? Okay? Then we asked, what do you do if the blood gets mixed up after you sprinkle the dam hapar upwards. That was Shiloh number two. Now we're up to Shiloh number three. This arvulai kaisais bekaisais, what is the halacha if um, you don't mix the blood together into one cup, 
but you're now confused. I'm not sure which one's which. See, previously, they mixed up together, right? My bull and goat bull got mixed over here. They're still separated, but I just can't tell which one is bull blood, which one is goat blood, okay? So to go tell me sprinkle one is a problem because I'm still only sprinkling either the bull blood or the goat blood, okay? This is Shaila number three. What do I do when the Kayin Gadol does not know which one's from the bull, which one's from the goat? And for the Gemara, the Gemara answers, I'll tell you what to do. No saying. The Chayzer Venaisen. The Chayzer Venaisen Shleisha Pomim. It is. Do it three times. Think about what just happened. This is what he says. Take one cup. Again, we don't know which cup's which. Take one cup, go in to the Chayzer Kedoshim, or the Chayzer Kedoshim, do one up, seven down. Walk out, take the other cup. One up, seven down. If the first one was bull blood and the second one was sawyer blood, I already got my mitzvah. Right? If the first one was sawyer blood and the second one is bull blood, so now go in a third time with the first cup, sprinkle again, that must have been the sawyer one, and now I'm all taken care of, Gavaldik. I got my bull blood before the sawyer blood. Ah, good to chat. Yeah, this way I'm covering myself. All right, good Shiloh, good Tara. It's not much of a discussion. We wiggled our way out of that one. All right? Beauty. Shaila number four. Here we go. What do you do? Mikdas domim nisarvuloi. Umikdas domim loy nisarvuloi. If, you know what this case reminds me of? <laughs> I was just looking this over. You know what this reminds me of? Benching at a Sheva Brachas. Yeah. You have the two cups, some... So, some, uh, some yid comes along with a third cup and starts pouring from this one into that one and back to that one. No one really knows what happened, but the bottom line is it's like the game where you put the ball under the three hats and then they move it. You have to guess which one is underneath. You know, ultimately, you, got, you, you poured it to everyone, yeah? So what do you do, says the Gemara, if you have your bull blood, your goat blood, somehow they get mixed together into a third cup. So what I have here is three cups. One cup is bull blood. One, one cup is goat blood. And the other, blood, the, the other cup is the chocolate and vanilla mix. Yeah? You, you, you got your... You, so what do you do then? Okay. And for the Gemara, the Gemara answers, Pshita, it is simple. Ki yahiv, that when you sprinkle the blood, you should sprinkle from the ones that you know are surely bull blood and goat blood. That's for sure, right? Because again, one cup is bull blood, one cup is goat blood, one cup is the mixture. So when I'm sprinkling, which one should I sprinkle? Okay, so the obvious thing is going to say, take the one that you know is bull blood, use that first, and then take the one you know is goat blood, take that first. What's your question? The question is, says the Gemara, We're asking a shayla after the sprinkling is concerned. Here's the halacha. The halacha is once you sprinkle your bloods, you're supposed to pour the remainder onto the base of the mezbeach. Okay? Now, what's the remainder? The remainder is anything that could have been sprinkled and wasn't should get poured on the base of the mezbeach. However, the halacha is any blood that is passled and you are not able to sprinkle, 
you're not allowed to pour it on the base of Mizbeach, you pour it into this canal that runs out of the base Hamikdash. So the Shaila is this third cup, which is a mixture, is it considered Shirayim, leftovers? Technically, I could have sprinkled with it, and therefore I should still pour it on the base of Mizbeach. Or do we say no? Since I, I had the opportunity to sprinkle with full-fledged par blood and then sprinkle with full-fledged sawyer blood, this blood wasn't going to do me any good. Maybe I should just pour it down the canal. That's the shine. Amr of Papa. Sir of Papa says to come and answer. There's another brisa that says that shirayim, the leftover of a cup, um, is considered remainders, is considered shirayim. Okay. Um, lost the place. I'm sorry. That's when you could have sprinkled it. However, Avalhai, in this case, the boy you could not have sprinkled it because if you have a choice to sprinkle known bull blood and known goat blood, am I allowed to sprinkle the mixture? Of course not. What type of logic is that? Therefore, like, it's considered dichud. Okay, let's pause for a moment and discuss Rapapa's answer. Let's review what the question was. The question was, I have bull blood, goat blood, and then the mixture in them. I'm going to sprinkle the bull blood, and then I'm going to sprinkle the goat blood. Okay? This third cup, do I... This third cup, what do I do with it? That was the shayla. Do I pour it on the base of the mezbeach, or let it run out of the canal? Says her papa like this. He says an interesting thing. Listen to this halacha. If somebody catches blood of a chatos, okay, and he ends up catching it in two cups, instead of having all the blood go into one klisharis, it goes into multiple cups, okay? Do you need to sprinkle from both cups? No. Can you sprinkle from either cup? Yeah. You could if you choose. If you want, you could, you could choose which cup you want to sprinkle from. Now there's a machoikas over there, what you do with the second cup. If I never sprinkled from it, da, 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 yep. Says her papa, listen, over here, even according to the one who says that you poured on the base of the Mizbeach over there by the two cups of Chathas, that's because I could have chosen what to sprink, which cup to sprinkle with. Over here, I can't choose to sprinkle with the mixture. Of course you can't do that. And therefore, since I can't choose to sprinkle with the mixture, it's already considered dichoy. It's considered like it's pushed aside blood that I wasn't allowed to sprinkle in the first place. And therefore, you just pour it down the canal. You don't pour it on the base of the Mizbech. That is the logic of Rav Papa. Says Rav Huna, Rav Papa, wrong. Amar Le Rav Huna, Rav Papa, says, Adarab, I'll tell you the opposite logic. Even the one who says, I'll tell you like this, I'll say, why do you have the two cups in the chatas? When you could have sprinkled with either one and I chose not to, I just pushed aside an entire cup with my own intention. I intentionally pushed aside a second cup. I chose. I'm not going to sprinkle a second cup. But over here, I didn't choose to not sprinkle with the mixture. Halacha told me I'm not allowed to. I didn't intentionally push aside the blood. Halacha said, don't use a mixture. 
And therefore, as long as I didn't intentionally push it aside, maybe it's not called pushed aside, and I would be permitted to put it on the bottom of the, I would be permitted to pour it, and I should pour it on the base of the Mizbeach. Okay? Fine. Period. End of the answer to Shaila number four. So we had four questions concerning, that's why I said we're going to have these conversations about blood that gets mixed up, and if there's mistakes, we have four questions concerning different scenarios that could go wrong with the bull blood, the goat blood, when it gets mixed together, what happens, if the part of it gets mixed together, okay, and what, the, uh, what to do in each case. Period. We are currently done with that particular discussion. However, within that discussion, we said a brysa, we, we mentioned the brysa, about a carbon chatos that the blood gets caught in multiple cups, right? If I only sprinkle from one cup, what's with the remainder of the blood? So let's learn a, a little bit of a brysa concerning this halacha, and this is going to take us until the two dots towards the bottom. Here we go. Says the Gemara, the Talib Lent in the Brysa, Lamailu, Aimer, it says in the Pasuk in Teireh, the remaining blood gets poured on the base of the Mizbeach, Lamatahu, Aimer, and later on the Pasuk says, Ves Kol Dama Yishpaich. All of the blood, all the remaining blood of the Karma Chatzik is poured on the base of the Mizbeach. Now, look, look at the Pasukim. First, we said, you, you pour the blood. And then it says, all the blood gets poured. Okay? So, do you pour the blood, or do you pour all the blood? It says the Gemara like this. How do you know if a, if a person is makabal had the dam of a chatas in four different cups? Okay? And he uses a different cup for each of the sprinklings. All four cups. The remainder gets poured on the base of the Mizbeach. All of its blood. If a person puts all four matanois from one cup, then, no, let's say I only sprinkle from one cup. What I do with the other three? When I sprinkle from all four, so then you got to pour all of them. What happens if I sprinkle from one and there's three and nothing? Only the cup that you use to sprinkle gets poured on the base. Anything else that was not used to sprinkle does not get poured on the base. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon says, It's not the other ones get poured down the canal. Rather, He argues, he says, How do you know they all get poured on the base? Very nice, it says all of its blood. But what about the other parts that God doesn't say all? It just means that you don't need to pour on the on the base of the mizbeach any blood that remained in the neck of the animal didn't mamish come out with that initial lifeblood. However, according to Blazer Reb Shimon, any blood that comes out initially with the lifeblood is going to be poured on the side of the mizbeach, even if you didn't actually end up sprinkling from that particular cup. Period. End of that Gemara and discussion of that part of the Mishnah. Okay.
Correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah. That was Lamaisa. Lamaisa, that's what we did in one cup. But what happens if a guy, if a, if a coin did catch it in four cups? That's what we're talking about. But usually they held one Klisharis. Over here we're dealing with when a person catches it in multiple cups. That's it. The, the, the regular large cup of Kabbalah Saddam wasn't available, and he ended up taking four other smaller eight-ounce cliche races in order to catch all the blood. You could say something like that. Whatever it was, usually it was a larger drug, now we got a smaller one. Okay, Baiter, here we go. Next part of the Mishnah said, The Kohen Gadol then mixed the blood on purpose. He poured the blood of the par into the blood of the Sa'ir. Okay, so he did the sprinkling inside the Kedoshim, he did the sprinkling inside the, the heichel. And he would mix the dam together. Here we go. Tanan, our Mishnah, command Damar Marvin the Karana. He says, according to Damar, who says that they would mix together the blood before they would put it on the karnais, the top corners, the horns of the Mizbeach Dimar, because we learned, uh, because we learned in a, oh, here we're dealing with a brysa, one says that you mix together the bull and the goat blood before sprinkling it on the Quranites, pouring it on the Quranites. The other one says, no, that you actually put the blood on the, each of the four corners individually, right? First, you, first they, I don't know, first, which they did first, I would say it was the bull and the goat. But all he's saying here is that the, the, the blood was applied Separately, to time and I'll prove the Rebbeishu who the Amar Ma'arvin. That's Rebbeishu's of the opinion says that you should mix together the blood first. The Amar, because Rebbeishu says even though it doesn't say the word, uh, it doesn't say the word Yachtov that you put it together. We view it as if it does say Yachtov. We view it as if it was put together. when it says you take from, you know, when it says you should take the blood and put it on the on the corners. It means tzazamin. You should do it all together. Says the Gemara, not necessarily. You have no proof that that's the opinion of Rabbi Yishe. I feel the Rabbi Yenison, who you could even say it's the opinion of Rabbi Yenison, shiny hacha. And I'll say that uh, over here, it's different on Yom Kippur. Dichsev achas. Because it says he does it once. Okay? Now, um, which means you put the blood once on the Mizbeach and not twice. If you're putting it separately... If the bull and goat blood are being done separately, you're not putting it once. You're going to put an application of blood for the, for the par and then application of blood for the sar. So it must be you mixed it together. Okay? This way, you mix together. Now you, you applied both, but once. Okay. Tanya de loikishinuyan. We learned in a brisa, not like we just answered. And let's see what the brisa says. He takes the blood of the par and the blood of the sawyer. What does that mean? You mix it together. This is the opinion of Rabbi Aishia. Top of tomorrow's da for Rabbi Aishia and Omar. Rabbi Aishia says, So you see opposite. You see Rabbi Aishia is one who says you mix it. And Rabbi Aishia is the one who says you separate it. Let's just uh, get to the two dots. Let's finish the sugi, okay? Even though we're on tomorrow's daf. Rabbi Aishia, who says that you need to mix it together, said, you do it once. So you have only one application and you got to apply both bloods. That means they must be mixed together. Rabbi Aishia says, no. Which seems it's separate. 
Oh, so you can ask me, so why does it say you put it down once? Each blood you should do once. But it doesn't mean you got to mix it down for a total of one application. Rather, it means take your bull blood, apply it once. Take your goat blood, apply it once. As I saw, Rabbi Yainasson, he's sticking to his guns that it was done separately. Tani Yidach, we learned in the Bryce, similarly, he takes the blood of the power and the sir, says the Bryce, should be mixed. Oh, you're telling me it's got to be mixed. One second. Or you'll tell me do it separately. Talmud Leimar. Achas. The says once, which means it should be mixed together. And if it needs to be mixed, we're going to assume that this Brisa, even though it doesn't tell us explicitly who the author is, it's probably Rebbeishia, because he was the one who was of the opinion that it is mixed together. Okay? So... Uh, Rabbi Yainasson is sticking to his guns that it was done separately and the word achas is only telling me that the bull blood should be applied once and the goat blood should be applied once. Rabbi Yainasson is saying the word achas to mean a total of once and therefore you first mixed both bloods together and then you did one application of that mixture. And we'll hold it here. We're up to two dots. Bez Hashem. We will pick up from here tomorrow evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful night.